Welcome, player, to another edition of the Silver Screen Podcast. I mean, player in the video game sense, not player in the, you know, sexual politics sense. But hey, maybe you are. Who knows? <laughs> we are back with another episode of the podcast. I did say we were going to be here right till the end of the year. And we're here with uh, another top 10 list, which, as you can see from our thumbnail and our little description on screen, this time we're doing top 10 video game movies. Just to specify, that means uh, movies that are based specifically on video games, not, uh, you know, movies with a video game theme, things like Ready Player One. Tron, etc. We uh, had a discussion and decided we would save that for a separate list. Uh, I am your usual host, uh, a newly escaped clone from an underground umbrella corporation research facility known as Mike. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my usual co-host. Uh, you know, the day he joined Mike's podcasts was the most important day of his life, but for me, it was Tuesday. It's DK. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I'm here, as usual, on Mike a gorilla. <laughs> So yeah, we are we are both here and for the first time in a while, and we are joined by three guests to give us their lists. Uh, first of all, hoping to test his might with us, uh, please welcome back from the top ten, uh, I believe, superhero movies. Welcome Theo back. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Thank you for asking. No problem. No problem. And uh, we are joined by a little duo here, both of the Pasty Sheep Boys. Uh, first of all. <laughs> We are joined by Connor. Connor, welcome back. Your games are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> yeah. And Connor's usual pasty sheep co-host, because, you know, they can't be separated. Please also welcome George White to the podcast. How come he went before me? I didn't pay for that. Oh, <laughs> He's been on more episodes than you. <laughs> Is he? Oh. I don't see yeah. that. Oh. Just let him do his own thing. Now. He's like free range. <laughs> yeah, I signed NDAs. I can't disclose any other appearances. Sorry. Uh, talking about it, so it work. <laughs> well, well. Be <laughs> here, Mike. Thank you for having me. That's great. Well, we're all here, as I say. We've we've gathered together a list of ten, uh, you know, movies based on video games that we like. Somehow, some of the latter stages might be uh, a little bit iffy, but we'll wait and see. Uh, I'm going to quickly just go over the the rules and how we do this in case we have any new listeners and for the the guests here that might be new or unfamiliar. Uh, basically, we have all made a top ten list. Uh, I'm going to go around and call on people one at a time for their number 10, uh, then their number 9, then number 8. And I'll basically be assigning a points value as we go so that their number 10 will get one point, the number 9 gets two points, the number 8 gets three points, right the way up to their uh, number 1, of course, which would get 10 points. And then we add that all together and hopefully come up with a coherent overall top 10 for the podcast, and that's the definitive top 10 video game movies. So is everybody okay with all that and you understand the rules? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Good, good, good. Great. Uh, before we start, though, with the actual list, we always go around and ask if anybody has any honourable mentions. I would assume it's probably going to be unlikely, given how few decent video game movies there are. But just in case, DK, do you have any honourable mentions for us? No. 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 <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> what about you, Theo? <laughs> um, I guess I could do uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, you thought it was good? Okay, okay fair enough. Well, that's my 11. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair enough. I mean, I, I saw it, I didn't, I wasn't overly impressed, but it was at least more faithful to the games than any it of was, the others, I guess. But... It was fun for a fan of the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, well, fair enough. 
Um, uh, yeah, so that's your one honourable mention. What about you, uh, George? Since you complained about not going first, I'll come to you first this time. <laughs> uh, well, it's not really an honourable mention. Uh, more a dishonourable would be the Angry Birds movies, just because they're about ten years later than they should have been. <laughs> I haven't watched them, but have you had to sit and watch them with your kid? Maybe is that why you watch? Uh, no, I saw the first one by choice. Oh, uh, <laughs> the second one I haven't really finished, so to speak. But it just. <laughs> fine i think if they were made when the game was big then maybe you know yeah. we'd care about it more but very got really good reviews i was looking up the best reviewed video game movies and angry birds movie 2 is like the fourth best reviewed i was like really what the heck and that's my but society to end michael that's what we're here for <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a little bit disheartening isn't it but uh, yeah so what about you connor any honorable mentions that didn't quite make the top 10 um, sticking with the Resident Evil thing, I was going to give a shout out to Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, not Ooh, okay. for no particular reason, but I just thought it was fun. Uh, I like the Raccoon City aesthetic, and it's just batshit entertaining. Not alone very good, but entertaining. Okay, fair enough. That's a good call. I only have one sort of honourable mention, but kind of not really. I just wanted to mention the movie Doom because it has a really fantastic sequence, the first-person uh, sort of video game-style sequence in the movie. Unfortunately, it lasts about five minutes and is literally the only good part of that, like, two-hour film. So, yeah, couldn't really make the list for that, but I just wanted to say, if you haven't seen that scene, maybe just look up that one scene on the internet. It's the only good part it's worth bothering with, but, you know, shouting it out, because clever idea. Somebody should do a whole film like that. Oh, wait, they did. It was terrible. Anyway. <laughs> so, right. Uh, so with that out of the way, we're going to jump into the actual list proper then. So we're going to go around and ask for everybody's number 10. Uh, I'm going to just go around the way that it is on screen. Uh, go, Let's see. So we'll come to you first. DK, why not? What is your number 10 film? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, original Resident Evil. Oh, okay. And uh, what are some of your reasons for that? Uh, I thought it was enjoyable. I... <sighs> I, I couldn't get into Apocalypse. I couldn't get into any of them after the first one. The first one itself's not that great, but I can forgive it because it doesn't try and copy the story from the from the game. Although they do take liberties with some of the uh, the creatures from it, I uh, mm. I just thought it was kind of fun. If it's on TV and I'm flicking, I, I'll usually let you know let it stay on. It's not brilliant, but yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I think my biggest problem was that it wasn't anything like the game and I was kind of annoyed because the games are kind of, they're a perfect blueprint for, like, just make that. <laughs> Although, well, yeah. Welcome to Raccoon City tried and it wasn't great in my opinion. I thought Raccoon, Welcome to Raccoon City it started off well, but it looked like it had got a cast of about four zombies. And, yeah, it just went downhill quickly for me. Modern cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, that's uh, I can understand where you're coming from. Like I said, I think I was just kind of annoyed because it was nothing like the games and it was very much its own thing. And I don't, didn't understand why and the inclusion of Alice from nowhere and stuff. But eh. <laughs> Death. Ah, if that's all for, for DK, then I'm going to move on to the next one on my screen here, which is Theo. Theo, what is your number 10 film for one point? Uh, Tomb Raider from 2001. Oh, OK. So the original Angelina Jolie version. Yes. So, and uh, uh, what reasons do you have for that outside of just Angelina Jolie dressed like Lara Croft? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Out of all these 10, that's just the one that happens to be 10th. I don't really remember much about it, but I do remember it being slightly entertaining. That's like, fair the, the other ones I, I have more to say about, but that one was just there. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, I uh, <clears throat> it's not on my list or anything, but I do. I remember watching it and just not particularly loving it. <laughs> the biggest thing that sticks in my memory is Chris Barry from Red Dwarf being in it inexplicably as the butler, which is just the weirdest thing to see as a, as a Red Dwarf fan. But I just didn't, yeah, I thought there was nothing to it, just really forgettable and, yeah, just bizarre, not really up to much. Although I haven't seen the newest Tomb Raider film and probably should because I've heard it's decent-ish. So, yeah. Is it bad I, that I forgot that that film existed? <laughs> no, it's understandable, to be fair, George. <laughs> I've, I've, I think, like... First time I watched that was on like ITV2 or something, and it was like, it was okay, you know, <laughs> bad. Yeah. It's better than uh, a lot of other mediocre sort of action y films of the same era. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, well, it's 2001. So. <laughs> Is it bad if I say I never actually got around to watching that? I've seen it numerous <laughs> times flicking through the channels, but I've just never been engaged or indulged to actually watch it. Don't know why. Um, I don't think you'd be missing much, to be honest. You could watch it and then just be like, "Oh, did I?" Oh, I've got to be missing something, right? There's a sequel. It's got to be. It's got to be worth it, surely. <laughs> oh, I watched the sequel in the cinema. I don't get me started on that. That was a. I was working at the cinema at the time, but it was free, and I still paid too much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh well, that's fair enough. Uh, we'll move on then to uh, to you, and I think it is George here, the little Sonic the Hedgehog icon on my screen. So, George, what's your well, number ten? What are you giving one point to? I'd just like to say I didn't realise how few video game movies I'd seen, so forgive <laughs> that is this list. But for me, number ten is 1993's Super Mario Brothers. You have got to be kidding me! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> never the, uh, the, one, the one that kickstarted this like category off, arguably. Iron Man of video game films. <laughs> <laughs> the GCU, <laughs> the GCU. I just, I think it's just, it's not great, is it? Like, yeah. Maybe I, just, you know, maybe I was too young to appreciate it for the work of art it so clearly is. But um, mm -hmm. the design that explains why it's as low as number ten. But why did you feel it deserved a point? <laughs> um, just because I'd seen it, Mike, and <laughs> <laughs> fair, that, that is fair enough. That is fair. Like I've seen it, so it's on the list. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can't really fault you for that. In fairness, <laughs> everything we see technically deserves a point, <laughs> whether it's on a tier list or not. It deserves a point. It's worth our time in some shape or form. I've, well, I've seen that movie, and I'd rather give it minus points. To be perfectly honest with you, it's bloody dreadful. <laughs> Maybe a future crossover: John Linguizamo and Charlie Day can team up and do Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> Yeah, no. oh, That's not even huge, an absolutely huge following I'd for that, that online. On where? On online for the Super Mario Brothers. Of course. Really? Got it, yeah, they've just got it released on 4K, and they're actively working oh, to try and get uh, a, a book out with further adventures. What? Oh, they're releasing a 4K and a book of it. Honestly. <sighs> Just let it die. It's terrible. Oh, honestly, I, I have nothing good to say, and I don't like being negative, so I'm I'm probably not going to comment much other than to say, just just don't. <laughs> not even once, kids. Just say no to that original Super Mario Brothers movie. It is awful. It's historically a bad, just one of the worst ones ever made. Anyway, <laughs> so, any other thoughts from anyone on that, then? It is pretty shit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, it still has one point. So. Good time, uh, one star. 
<laughs> so I'm going to quickly move us along then to you, uh, Connor, for your first. And what is your number 10 for one point? Um, so number 10, similar to George, is because I've seen it, but also I'm not particularly attached to the franchise it's from. So, <laughs> I mean, don't be too harsh, but Detective Pikachu. You oh, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. So Detective Pikachu, I mean, I'd, I'd say quite low, but what did you, uh, why did you put it on your list other than, you know, you've seen it, I guess. I've seen it exactly. I've seen it. I again. I I know it's based on a what a handheld spin off of the Pokemon franchise. Ryan Reynolds' voice very as Pikachu. Yeah. I mean, I just I, it's a very Hollywood conventional thing. But I just, I just I just didn't expect Ryan Reynolds' voice to come out of that cute yellow adorable creature. I never would have <laughs> put them two together. I don't know. It just I haven't gone back to it particularly. But it's just it's there. It happened, and I don't have any negative feelings as such. But it's just a franchise that hasn't made me want to check any more of it out right. so it exists and that's it i don't know that's fair enough yeah. well I, I would have thought mm. that film was quite popular because i remember it being reviewed quite well but if you if you didn't connect with it and you just don't really you know care for the franchise anyway i suppose that's yeah the, no, that, that, literally reason. if anything that's the reason why if, i suppose if i can flip the spectrum and say i was a pokemon fanatic then this movie would have been a lot higher but he didn't do anything particularly wrong it just it happened and that was it so that's all i can say it just didn't it. hit you yeah Fair enough. And it's a lot better than number 11, 12, and 13 that we're definitely not talking about on this video. So. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Okay, Doki, so uh, any other thoughts for now on Detective Pikachu? Or I think that's blasphemy, Connor. I think you should be shot. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, we didn't mean to spoil your top three, George, or heck, your number one even. <laughs> didn't mean to spoil your number one. Oh, oh, we've we've officially killed the Nerd Bible podcast off this week, everyone. <laughs> you really can't be throwing stones when you've included the 93 Super Mario Brothers movie on your list. Hey, at least I was brave enough to, Mike. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to move us to me because I'll, I'll go last then and give my number 10. And I'm waiting on the negative response. My number 10 is the movie that is on my little avatar there. It's Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I've, had, <laughs> I've had this debate with DK offline so many times and he despises this movie I just think it's fun I was a really young age when I saw it and yeah I'm not going to pretend it's well acted or particularly great special effects or anything but I knew the games and it was fun seeing people dressed up like those characters like watching a school play or something <laughs> you know it's just it's batshit it, it's it isn't afraid to go for it and i don't know like i said it's it's not about fun it's not taking itself super seriously it's not dark and brooding or anything and i had fun with it so that's why i'm giving that one point and let's be honest it's more deserving of a point than super mario brothers <laughs> although there's something like, probably maybe, debate that. Maybe, maybe two points but that's not saying much it's not much of an improvement <laughs> let's be yeah. honest <laughs> So does anyone have any thoughts on Mortal Kombat Annihilation as I duck for cover? <laughs> Not it seen it. The world's oh, worst films I've ever seen in my life. It's one of the only films I've come very close to walking out of the cinema on. I didn't see it in the cinema, to be fair. I, I got it on video when it came out. I mean, when I was Jesus, much dude. The, the graphics were better on the video game than they were on the movie, and that's not a good sign. <laughs> Toasty. <laughs> Jeez. I can't explain it. Like I said, I would watch it any time just because it's got good sort of oh, boo. memories and it's fun, you know. <laughs> I've still got the DVD. It's in my cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Burn it. Burn uh, it. 
if, if anything, I'm quite changed. surprised that it wasn't higher in your rankings from the amount of time you've, you know, defended it, praised it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be, but like I said, I'm not, as a film, you know, actual analyst, I can't pretend for one second that it's got good effects or acting or you know, yeah. direction or. I do like the fact know. that even when including it, you are admitting it is kind of just shit. Oh, it's bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's bad and at least fun to yeah, watch. Like I said, it's like it's like watching a bunch of amateurs put on a play of Mortal Kombat, and it's you know <laughs> it's about as well made as that. <laughs> but, yeah. At least there's fun to be had for me. But anyway. any film that makes make that makes giving Raiden a haircut a plot point isn't good. <laughs> Dude, don't be dissing James Remar. <laughs> I think he did it. Well, I think he did enough of himself. I'm going to go out on a limb and say James Remar a better Raiden than Christopher Lambert. Ooh! <laughs> now, for that, might you deserve to get shot. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> I don't even know if I believe that. I just wanted to see if I could get a response. But <laughs> let's move on to uh, DK. We're back around to you again. So what is your number nine film and getting two points? All right, I'm, I'm giving it number nine. I've only ever seen it once, but I kind of enjoyed it at the time, although I've not, you know, been tempted to go back, and that's uh, Prince of Persia. Right, okay. okay. Um, I haven't yeah. seen that. So. What one is it? So Prince of Persia. Uh, is oh, it's Yeah. Oh, so you're getting a good response from some people here. So, yeah, DK, give me your reasons, and then I'll come to the others and ask why they agree or disagree. It's... I don't know if it's because I've never been that into the franchise gaming-wise, but I thought this was fun in a kind of, you know, forgettable Pirates of the Caribbean kind of way. Another right. another thing from Disney that misfired, but yeah, for what it was, it was it was quite fun. And is it Gemma Arterton? She's always worth a watch. Yeah, I'll give you that one definitely. I haven't seen that film, but I'll watch anything with Gemma Arterton. And I even watched that awful Clash of the Titans sequel that she was in. So fair. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, she was last night and she had that really bad Yorkshire accent on, so I thought, yeah, I'll have a bit of Jimmy Artisan. <laughs> uh, I'm not being funny. Anything with Jake Gyllenhaal is worth a watch, so. I was just saying, how was Jake Gyllenhaal in that then, DK? Is he decent as the lead? I mean, apart he from is. being the wrong race. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously it's, it's problematic in some respects, but uh, yeah, if, you know, all the leads are pretty good in it. I can't understand why it did as poorly as it did, because it's it's kind of fun. Okay, fair enough. So, George and Connor, you both seemed quite uh, enthusiastic about that. So, George, what, what do you like Prince of Persia? So I think I just really enjoy it. Was, you know, it's very, it's very fine. Like, it's average, mm. really, when you think about it. But I just, I really had a good time when I saw it. And it's, you know. Yeah. Well, it, like, an average video game movie is pretty much the equivalent of a great regular movie, isn't it? So. The pool of video game movies is very, like, it's not great. So, you know, yeah. we appreciate the average to above average movies a lot more. But, um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's one of them and, ones that I would so definitely, you, you know, I would have liked if they'd have done a follow-up to. Like, it's, hmm, you know, because I've not played much of the Prince of Persia games. Seems to be that, so just keep interrupting me, that seems to be the consensus amongst everyone. Like, I'm, I was actually in the middle of watching the film earlier this morning, but from what I've seen, like we've all said, I think it's perfectly serviceable. Again, I don't see why it did as poorly as it did. And if there was a sequel, great. Like, I would have watched it whenever. Um, I've played a little bit of the 2003 What Sounds of Time game that it's based on, but other than that, eh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. So, of course, I had to give it a watch. Yeah. 
So, DK, I've never seen the film, but if I was going to watch it, would would you have like a, a sort of adventure type film that you would compare it to? Is it maybe like The Mummy, I guess, or, or something like that? Uh, I, yeah, kind of, yeah. It's it's got that kind of vibe about it. It's there's nothing really I can compare it to because obviously it's you know slightly different genres, but it's mm. you you like the live action Aladdin, so kind of a cross between the mummy and that i guess but with that okay, you know, Smith, an annoying prick i'm <laughs> very dare you <laughs> keep his name out your effing mouth <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll come back to you then theo uh, any thoughts and what is your number nine for two points um i haven't seen it so i have no thoughts but my number nine is resident evil afterlife oh okay uh, nice. So that's getting two points. And what? Why specifically Afterlife uh, to give the two points to? I remember it being the best sequel because the other ones are pretty shit. But I remember I liked this one because it kind of confined them to a prison, and I quite like it when they have like a, you're stuck in a building, like in the first one where you're like you're stuck in a building, you have to try and survive and escape it. Whereas the other ones were a bit more shit. Right. And this I one, if I remember, right, being in a prison in that movie, <laughs> I swear this is the, they're in like a massive prison. Like there's a massive wall, and they're just surrounded by hordes and hordes, and they only escape as like a plane on the on the roof. And I think Leon's in it as well. Like a really budget Leon is trapped is like in a prison cell at some point. I remember vaguely liking Afterlife, but I've got no memory. After Extinction, they all just kind of bleed together as one. Kind so, of, yeah, I remember liking it? Afterlife. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, there was one after Afterlife, other than the final chapter, wasn't there? Because there's like six. Um, Retribution. Right. I think I might have really enjoyed that as well. Is Afterlife it's... not the one in the desert? Or is that Extinction? That's Extinction. No, that's Extinction. So yeah. I haven't gotten past Extinction then. All right, never mind. I haven't seen this one. Is it Resident Evil, is... Apocalypse, Extinction, Afterlife, Retribution, the final chapter? I think is the order. Final chapter was terrible. That's the only one that I, I think just, no, not even giving it the time of day. Although I do own all the others. But yeah, so was Afterlife the one with the kind of brainwashed Jill Valentine in, or was that the one after that? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think it was this one. Yeah, I've got yeah, no memory of these. Like I said, after Extinction, they all just get to be a, a mess of, yeah, bad action film cliches. <laughs> George, what's your number nine for two points? My number nine is now it's a video game series I actually quite like, but I think the film didn't really deliver, didn't help. It was, you know, sort of linked in to games that happened around the same time. Ratchet and Clank. Okay, I didn't even know they had a movie, so this is news to me. Come out the set, there was a game the same, both 2016, I believe, and then it leads into Rift Apart, the game. But it's like the game and the film, like, the same story, but I think the game right. just does it a bit better. And yeah, they usually yeah, do. It's a, bit, it's a bit sort of a meh film in the end. I think it just doesn't capture the spirit of the games and the fun. But again, you've seen it, so it's on your list and gets two points. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I'm very limited on choices, Michael. I have to, <laughs> I have to do this. <laughs> That's right. No, I've got to say, I know nothing about Ratchet and Clank. I've never played any game. I've never watched, obviously, the film. I didn't know it existed, so this means nothing at all to me. But is anybody else aware of Ratchet and Clank even? No. I knew it existed. I think I've seen bits of it. But isn't it just basically the cutscenes from the game, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Well, knew it existed, knew it didn't get around to the movie, all that PS4 game. But I love the original game for what I played. Mm. Love the original game. Fair enough. That's about enough. And what about you, DK? Are you aware of Ratchet and Clank? You've never brought it up to me. <laughs> uh, I'm aware of it. When I worked in the business, I had to, I think, do a bit of a play test on one of the games, but I couldn't honestly tell you which one it was. It's, it's <laughs> not something that's that's ever ever grabbed me as a as a franchise. If I'm being honest, I could be missing out. But... Yeah, I think I'm the same. I kind of maybe I just aged out of it because I, you know, I have other things that I've played like Sonic and Crash Bandicoot and stuff. But Ratchet and Clank never never did anything for me. Anyway, <laughs> so Connor, what is your number nine film for two points? Um, so. As always, me being spontaneous, I'm going to change it on the fly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back okay. to the horror genre, but we're not going to talk about Resident Evil because, I mean, that's just old news. We've said that name too many times. We're going to go to the opposite neighbour. We're going to go to um, Silent Hill from 2006. Right. Okay. Um, I Weirdly enough, I may as well say this now. That's also my number nine. <laughs> oh, what a jinx. What a coincidence. <laughs> I know, right? That's so bizarre. So why, what reason do you have for having it as your number nine? Um, I mean, I just, I love, I love that franchise. I mean, it's basically based on the first game. I'd love, it's just the first game just done over a film and they've gender flipped the main character and I just relatively enjoyed it because I love the original game. I love the franchise. So, I mean, there's no reason Uh, in particular. Yeah, this was the one I was talking about earlier where it's like, it's on my list, even though I don't particularly love it just because I feel like I should, because everybody else always keeps yelling at me that it's brilliant. And it's like, all right, it was an effective enough horror movie. I kind of get that, but I didn't find it particularly fun, which is why it's not much higher, because it was very dark and bleak, which I get is the point. But for me, it just felt like a bit of a slog. But again, I kind of have to acknowledge that at least it was well done, well directed. You know, Sean Bean was in it and good. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, given the option, I'm going to play the game any day over the film. And uh, I oh, mean, that might be for a lot of this, uh, you know, a lot of this list anyway. But I mean, it was fine. It happened like to Teddy Pikachu. It's in that okay, it happened category. I mean, I haven't rushed to see, is it Re- Revelation or Retribution or whatever the sequel was with Kit Harrington? I mean, Hasty Oh, God. Silent Hill Revelation. <laughs> That I would rather watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation than sit through that shit again. <laughs> oh God, really? That, that, that's it is. I think when I look, it's actually the worst reviewed video game movie of all time. All oh, right, yeah. oh. it's like something that Asylum would put out. Oh, <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing after this video. <laughs> <laughs> You've sold Connor on it, DK. <laughs> like an Asylum version of Silent Hill. <laughs> he's gone. He's on. <laughs> He's got it on in the background. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, that's I said, that was mine. So that's two points from me and Connor for Silent Hill. So we're on to the number eights now. And DK, we'll start with you again. What's your number eight and getting three points? My number eight is going to be Rampage. Oh, I haven't seen that. Was it good? Yeah, again, it's another one of those enjoyable things. It's got a big brother in it and Jeffrey D. Morgan. I don't think you can get any, any better than that, really. <laughs> And The Rock. I mean, he is the lead of it, right? Well, yeah, but, you know, it's Jeffrey D. Morgan, so... He uh, he does have a couple of good lines. I'll put it that way. I'll not spoil <laughs> it for you. Fair mm. enough. That's great. Well, so I take it he's the, the villain? If there is no, he's, he's not, line? actually, surprisingly, no. That's, That's uh, surprising, yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's not a very plot-heavy game, 
So I'm surprised they managed to mm. get anything from it, to be honest. Uh, That's what put me off. Like, the game is nothing, and I was kind of like, how are they going to make a... And the film looked equally like there's not much to it outside of giant monsters fight the rock. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's just giant monsters fighting. You don't really need anything else. And I'm, you know, you're a Godzilla fan, mate. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I'll I'll take it under advisement. At least it's uh, it's gotten three points from you in some respect. Uh, have you guys all seen Rampage? Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's a bag of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> That's like you know the Dwayne Johnson films where he wears the same shirt and does the same kind of stuff. <laughs> That's all of them. Theo, what is your number eight film? My number eight is Uncharted. Again, haven't seen it because it was getting terrible reviews when it came out. So it's uh, what reason? It's fun. Like it was <laughs> stupid fun. It wasn't really uncharted. It was, you could just kind of whack it on. It was like okay. It's Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg's mustache. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was that. I mean, it's I don't know. It's just kind of stupid fun. It's just kind of like I watched it in cinemas, and I just remember being like, "This is not what I wanted." But I don't know, kind of having fun, like the whole pirate ship bit where like they've got the pirate ships in the air and then they're jumping between the two, or if I remember that rightly, okay. I think. That was pretty cool. Like I like that. Just just everything are up you... until that point was a bit shy. <laughs> are you a fan of the video game at all? Though? Because it could be that you're not if you're not I do video like game. the video games quite a bit. I, okay, fair the, enough. I was right. a very big fan of them and I played them all at once. So I I, did, I was looking forward to the film, then I saw Tom Holland, I was like, okay, and I saw Mark Wahlberg, I was like, okay. But, like, I, I don't know, it's, knowing that it wasn't based on the, like, one of the particular games, it's kind of based before the first game made it slightly better for me, because I was like, okay, so they're not trying okay. to do the story of the games, they're just trying to do their own thing, that then they're trying to sequel bait to then lead into the games or whatever, which, okay, oh, right. pop off, I suppose. I do but know like, that the new Tomb Raider did something similar, didn't it? Where it ended with like, and here is your signature outfit and guns, Lara Croft. Now go have your adventure. Yeah, it's like it ended with um his mum with the mustache and then being like, We've got a tip on this pirate thing about a curse, and then that's the first game. Yeah. You know, it's the best thing it did was not adapt a game. It like sort of exists right. in the sort of uncharted four sort of flashback sort of era ish. Um yeah. Mark Wahlberg just being involved, I think, just drags it down just because the man refused <laughs> yeah. to grow the moustache anyway. Ugh. He aged out of playing Drake because he'd been attached for so long and then ended up playing Sully. When I think I would have rather just like Bruce Campbell played Sully or something like that. Um, well, they were going to cast Nathan Fillion for a while, and that wouldn't have been terrible. Would it? I have to say, it's, it's another franchise I'm completely unfamiliar with. Never played a game, didn't bother <gasps> to want to see the movie. Um, so, yeah. Well, before I had a kid, I had much better video game skills. Now I just don't okay, have time. Okay, okay. And Theo, you were saying you're a very big gamer, yeah? Yeah, I've played a lot, of, a lot of games. I get very bored. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> getting picky. I'm getting picky with games because as these console generations go on, they just seem to be more technical, glitchy messes, and they expect us to pay, you know, full price for these products that aren't even complete. So I'm getting really OCD in particular with what games I play kind of now as i'm getting older but hopefully it's just a phase <laughs> but i don't know yeah i think that's the thing with me i kind of just got sick of having to pay so much and then not really enjoying what i was i mean i wouldn't say i'm not a gamer back in the day that like i said i played a lot of stuff and i've had all the consoles up to and including like xbox 360 and stuff but beyond that like i said i just got sick and was like i'm not 
spending a small fortune and donating a kidney to get a PS5 and play one game that I enjoy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, get it. I, I respect it. Uh, quickly, Mike, did you see the message I put in the chat? No, I didn't. Oh, hang on. Uh, I, I, I kind of need to go. I'm sorry. I know it's very you need to run off. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Something's come up. Um, okay. I, I put the rest of minutes. I'm really sorry. No problem. Um, so, right. I'm That's sorry. Problem. Well, I'll, uh, think, I'll give yeah. the audience the rest of your list because I have it in the private chat. So I'll just kind of give yours along yeah. with, uh, with mine and take it from there. So, yeah, so, thanks so, for doing so, us for the first time. So sorry. Kind of, uh, I didn't, yeah. I just something yeah. came up and I I, I got a go. no, no worries. Well, uh, yeah, good luck with it all. Uh, thanks for joining us for the first part. And like I said, I'll, I'll give the audience the rest of your list for for turning up and for giving it to me. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, see you later. No worries. Guys. Take sorry. care. Bye, dude. Bye-bye. Bye, dude. Bye, bye. Well, we'll get all through things quicker probably now. Then. So. I can't uh, yeah. Forget where we were. There's ninety three at number one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so right, George, what is your number eight, please? Number eight, another franchise that I really am a fan of playing, um, but the film not so much it would be 2016. There's a bit of a trend here. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Right. Um, you will be surprised to learn that's another thing I've played no, none of, know nothing about, haven't had seen the movie, so <laughs> what are your reasons for popping it at your number eight then, and why should I watch it? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you should watch it. I mean, you shouldn't really, because if you haven't played the games, Mike, I think you're getting nothing out of this, and even, and even at that right. point, it's a story that it, again, like, because it's such an, a wide, like, expansive franchise in terms of the timelines and stuff like that and obviously it's gimmicked on selling games off of you can be a viking or you can be in the revolutionary war and mm. things like that it mm, sort of it can sort of be anything do anything and i think it was just <laughs> so this film was sort of like trying to be like the first two games it was trying to fit into sort of that era of like what made assassin's creed popular as a franchise and i think michael fassbender is like doing okay with what he's got i just don't think the script really allows him to be anything other than vague protagonist and mm. yeah the sort uh, of the, i, I don't know say... if you like, agree with this kind of like the workings of the animus in the film like compared to the game, to the game. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's not what the franchise deserved maybe no yeah i was really not. Quite... <laughs> yeah, not they tried just filling it with too much exposition and after about 10 minutes, like, you just thought, you know what? I just, I don't care anymore. I want to see medieval fights and people jumping off ledges. And there was very little of that, which is what attracts people to the game in the first place. I see. Yeah. So it yeah. didn't have what the game kind of appeals about. And uh, there wasn't any real fun in that respect. But I would imagine, George, you would probably say it's, it's not like offensively bad, but it's not standout gray, maybe. Basically, yeah. What are we on? Number eight still and connor what's your number eight um so despite the chat of assassin's creed it's definitely not going to be on my list it, it, i just wanted to end that chat with it rubbed me too much the wrong way i i adore that franchise to death and it, just the result of that movie just really left me in a bad state with the franchise at that time and now i have to pretend that movie don't exist as far as i'm concerned <laughs> um, so it's not going to be my number eight 
Um, instead, my number eight is a game that I loved growing up and occasionally, because it's not exactly on the Xbox series of consoles, it was more of a PlayStation game. Um, I watched this movie not too long ago, but again, it just isn't the games. But I don't think it's particularly bad at what he's trying to do. But nonetheless, it's Tekken. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been interested in that because I love those games. Um, and I did oh, see because it is cool. like it's like an animated film, right? So I was intrigued enough to potentially give it a try. So why why should I give it a go as a fan of the games? The one I saw was live action. I don't know about any animated film. Oh, I think, yeah. okay, fair enough. So you're talking about this is news to me. Then there's a live action. Is it? I presume it must be Japanese then or something. I mean, I mean, um, um no, it was American, directed by Dwight Little. Okay. I mean, no, not not oh. Japanese. No. I'm Googling this as we speak. <laughs> yeah, when you say there's an animated Tekken film, I wish I hope I didn't waste my time on this live action one to watch a better animated one, but you know, news to me. There's definitely an anime one that was supposedly quite good. It had good reviews. God Tekken damn it. Is a 2009 American sci fi film, martial arts directed by Dwight Little. Loosely yeah. based on the video game, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I did not even very... know this came out. <laughs> no, I, I, it, it isn't based on the games of such, and it's just an Americanized version on a Japanese Western or Eastern product. And again, right. it's serviceable, it's fine, and it don't particularly rub me the wrong way like it did with Assassin's Creed, but it just kind of blinked and I missed it, and it was kind of like, they're done. And I thought, eh, okay. Apparently, not only does this film exist, this film got a prequel, Tekken 2 Kazuya's Revenge. Oh, yeah, I've not watched that. I've not watched that. In 2014, it's a prequel to Tekken 2009. What? This this is completely all went over my head, and I love the Tekken games. This is, I'm my mind is blown right now. A little divergent. Who's your favourite character in Tekken? Who do you always play as um, back in the day? Uh, embarrassingly, I always play as Nino Williams. <laughs> oh, what? Really? <laughs> really? Um, I mean, I, I, a joint favourite would either be Raven or King. I just love both of them. They were always fun. Uh, I, I, I can play with pretty much anybody on it. Uh, but yeah, Nino Williams and I think Gun Jack was the other one that I was decent with. So yeah, yeah. actually, good never got into yeah. King. I couldn't really be bothered with it. <laughs> well, he does wrestling moves, so I mean, no, that was bonus points anyway. And I thought, oh, he's a he's a wrestler with a tiger's head. Why not? I remember having to ban my friend Gary from using Gone and Doctor Buskonovich because they were just so freaking sly. Because they just crawl along the floor <laughs> and you can't hit them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. I might give this a look, like I said, because I'm a fan of the games. So if you're saying it's okay, I mean, you give it three points. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah. better than two and one. So I mean, it's a win. <laughs> it's a small win. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, it, it has a lot of people, like Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, who played Shang Tsung, is in the Tekken movie. Um, I mean, I totally apparently. I totally forgot about him being in it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently so is Luke Goss. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a scroll. Sorry, I'm scrolling to see if I can find where the actual animated film is on. Yeah, Just please find I'm, this. I'm I want to see if this is I'm sure it exists, you know, and it was a quite popular Japanese anime. So it's probably like subtitled or dubbed. Uh yeah, 1998, Tekken the Motion Picture. 
Uh, there's actually a couple I was on in 2014 as well. Tekken Blood Vengeance, also a Japanese film that exists. 2011. Okay. Yeah, there's actually quite a few. <laughs> News to me. Okay, fine. I'm going to have to add them to my list. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I'll give it a go. It's, uh, like you say, clearly it isn't terrible, and Tekken's always worth a look if they can capture some of those characters and fun. And I like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, so who can really comment? So, yeah. Well, you uh, could until you said that sentence. <laughs> until you said that sentence. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So we're up to my number eight, which I haven't given you yet. My number eight is the recent Mortal Kombat movie, the 2021. Don't worry, it's above Annihilation. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, my biggest problem with this movie is, and it's been said a lot by all the critics and stuff, it doesn't actually do the Mortal Kombat tournament, which is so bloody frustrating because it's, it's yeah. all... It's all preamble and prelude, and yes, it gets some fantastic stuff with the characters, the ninja kind of backstory and everything's great. The guy who plays um, Kano completely steals the show. And it's a very fun, it's an entertaining movie, but it seems like it ends where it should start, which is like, and now we will go to the tournament. And I was like, what the heck, man? What have I been watching for two hours? <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, that was my biggest bugbear, was I wanted to see the tournament and see people actually having fights properly that way, as opposed to the more adventure, you know, heavy law backstory type thing. But it is still a good movie, and I did very much yeah, enjoy it, and I did own it. So that's why I have uh, Mortal Kombat, and I gave it three points for the 2021 movie. Okay, so we're going to give the number sevens then. Uh, I won't comment on this because we might probably have it coming up on a few lists later, but Theo's number seven is Mortal Kombat 1995, just to get that out of the way. Uh, so I have to include it because I've been giving points the whole way. So that would mean, let's see, four points for that one. Uh, so I'll pop those four in, and DK will come to you. What is your number seven film? I should stress that, uh, as we've said before, the video game movie genre isn't a very well represented <laughs> field. Yeah, no. So when it no comes case. to using these, I, it's been a, a case of do I find the movie entertaining? Yes. Does it have a couple of things in it that I can recognize from the games? Yeah. So. With that in mind, my number seven is Uncharted. Right. Okay. So that's four points for Uncharted, giving it seven so far. Uh, so what did you like or kind of tolerate about the film, perhaps, as Sarah? Uncharted. There's, I can't remember who mentioned it, that it doesn't try to do the game as such and goes for more of yeah. a prequel vibe. I do not like Mark Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> But, You're basically agreeing with everything George said about it. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun, and it's got a couple of sequences that you know kind of remind me of the games as such. So I can't say fairer than that. Really, it's I, it's one of those that I can if it's on TV again, I'll watch it. I won't go out of my way to watch it, but it's but it's there. But it's not like putting you off, turning it off bad, which is fair enough. No. So. Yeah. Well, we've had your thoughts on Uncharted, George. Anything else you wanted to add? Because it's on, uh, obviously, DK's list at number uh, seven. Well, it's also on my list at number seven. Oh, well, there you go. We were coming to you next. So, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Why so, did it um, make your list at number seven, then? Um, purely for the fact that it was just better than Assassin's Creed. But, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, six times worse than everything else I'd watched on this list. Um, That's fair enough. I think, like I said before, it just it feels very sort of like rushed. It's trying to 
you know, capitalise on, let's be real, a fantastic game series that ended like very nicely with A Thief's End. And it was, you know, we're taking Tom Holland, we're putting him in this popular thing, we're going to make a franchise out of it. You know, it's been in development for such a long time and it's just kind of just adapted into this and it just become the young um, Uncharted one instead of you know like we said like maybe Nathan Fillion should have just played him in live action like proper yeah, adult yeah. But, as DQ um, was saying kind of he agreed with you that it was kind of you know it was wise of them not to do the game and to set it beforehand which made it less offensive I guess yeah yeah because it, it really removes it from you know the main problem I think we probably have with these video game movies is the fact that it's more fun to play the game than it is to watch the film because you're actually like yeah in it you're interactive mm. in it and uncharted mm, for me yeah. is like it's a game series that i've played since the first one when i first got a ps3 like i i, I loved it <laughs> i played all four of them even the um the weird spin-off one that was like basically like half a game with i forget her name the character zoe the other ones that is love interest but what was that sorry tk zoe zoe <laughs> okay yes was, was that another? Yeah, she was. I don't remember what the little side thing like post four was, but you have like a mini game with her. Like, I played that as well. Like, it's just, it's, I like, because I like Indiana Jones and stuff like that. So, like, adventure style films, you like, I would gravitate towards them in games and things like that. And I just think this doesn't, you know, meet the quality of the games. Well, we've, uh, we've kind of talked that to death, I think, now, unless, Sir uh, Connor, you've got anything you wanted to add on Uncharted? Um, I, I mean, you guys literally said the words for me, but I'm not trying to take the piss when I say this, but it was my number seven also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that is even before you even said that, I was just going to say that with 11 points, Uncharted is currently in the lead. You've now given it <laughs> 15 points with your four pointer. Can I change it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You said it now. It's yeah, the the words are spoken. <laughs> Currently, Uncharted is in a massive lead, which <laughs> that's the lesson there is mediocrity pays off, I believe. <laughs> so, yeah, why did you did you just want to agree with everything that DK and George were saying? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm not going to disagree too much because we're all on the same consensus, clearly. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I'm working my way through them. I haven't experienced the ending of the franchise as such. And. Again, given the choice, the game's going to be 10 times better than any movie that this is based on. I mean, spoiler alert for the rest of the list, but there you go. Um, but, yeah, I, Tom Holland shouldn't have been Nathan Drake. It should have been Mark Wahlberg. He's been attached for it forever. I get Sonya looking at young bankable star and, oh, let's see who how many sequels we can pump out of this guy. Um, yeah. But other than that, if it comes out, great. If no more come out, then I'll be happily fine if this is just a one-and-done movie. But... It was fine, and again, the adventure movie appeals to me, but there's another franchise that's been around for a bit longer that may or may not be better than Uncharted, in my opinion. Not alone for, not just for the movie's sake, but also the game as a general, the franchise, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, well, my number seven movie uh, kind of vaguely already came up. Um, I put Resident Evil Apocalypse for some of the similar reasons that it made your honourable mention, Connor. It was just... It was fun. It reminded me way more of the games than the first Resident Evil movie. I like that it... I'm also yeah. a huge fan of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, the game. So I was kind of chuffed to see Nemesis in the movie. 
Um, random fun oh, fact, yeah. by the way, that film was supposed to be called Resident Evil Nemesis, but had to change its name when Star Trek stole the title for its 10th movie. Which oh, is just just that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk about your lose-lose situations, but yeah. But no, I, I thought it was fun. It was a good action movie. I liked some of the action in it. Nemesis was well portrayed. It was good seeing more of the recognisable characters, and I think it did skew way more towards the sort of second and third game than the first movie, which was basically Resident Evil and name only, in my opinion. So those are the reasons why I popped Apocalypse on my list. So we're going to move to the sixes then. So yeah, um, I'll give you Theo's number six first again. Theo's number six was the original animated Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, so I've put the points down for that. It's not on my list. I thought I, I didn't really like it personally. I thought it was a bit too much generic kids movie and nothing to do with the lore of the games, which rubbed me up the wrong way. <laughs> is, is this the one with James Marsden? Yes, it's the one with Jim. I actually didn't mind that one. It, I'm not a big fan of the Sonic games, uh, but I enjoyed that. It felt like a kind of an 80s family movie, and right. I kind of dug that little vibe. Okay, well, so I see that was what annoyed me. Like I said, it wasn't. It had no purpose on being a Sonic the Hedgehog. It was like watching Hop or something, not just because of James Marsden. It just felt like generic kids movie with animated character in real world kind of situation and yeah, couldn't be bothered with it. When we first saw that Sonic character model with the teeth and <laughs> yes. the normal yeah. human sized hands and stuff, we I think you know, as a collective, you know, human race, we expected the movie to be utter shit, but was yeah. surprised at how okay it was. Yeah. I don't think we can really give it points for not being as bad as it could have been, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah. Maybe, I see what like you mean. It's later on. Who knows? <laughs> I do love that um, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie made fun of it and had the like original Sonic as like a forgotten yeah. character that was pretty okay, hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah Sonic. Also, awesome. Jim So <laughs> we are on the number sixes. So DK, what's your number six? Uh, I'm going to have to apologise to George in advance for this, but my number six is going to be Assassin's Creed. Oh, dear me. It's fine. Yeah, I, I can oh, apologize. Apologize. I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'm, he's ashamed of himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my natural state of being. Yeah, so what? go ahead, uh, DK, then. What reasons did you have for Assassin's have Creed being on your list? It's, it's just... It is full of missteps. There is way too much exposition. There's not enough historical action in it. It's mm. your casual viewer isn't just it's just not gonna be interested. And anybody that's a fan of the games are gonna be kind of put off by just a subplot that doesn't really go anywhere. What I do like is that opposed to most of the other movies that we've talked about, it's actually part of the game, the series of games canon. And so oh, it does right. actually take place in the game universe and you have uh, games referring to events in this movie. So I do kind of like how they approached it. It was a, a woeful misstep as far as a film, but I do like that they at least tried. Right. And is Fassbender good in the movie, uh, DK? I, I like him. I, uh, I, I do agree with, uh, I, I believe it was George earlier when he were talking about the animus, how they, uh, how they represent the animus is just, stupidly pointless and it just looks like a way that some concept art designer could have gone oh here's a good way to spend some of the shit but uh, <laughs> other than that i think he's i think he's decent i i just think they 
they took the least important aspects of the games and blew them up for the screen. And you were never going to attract fans outside the game series for that. And the fans of the games, that side of things were never what attracted them to the series in the first place. So I don't know what they were, what they thought they were kind of playing out with the, with that regard. We are having some te- technical difficulties, listeners. So Connor, if you can hear me, we'll move to you first. What is your number six movie? Um, okay, I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat 2021. Similar reasons to you, Ooh, Mike. Okay. I this is essentially Mortal Kombat Zero, and by the time it ends, you then want to watch the actual movie that it's based on, that, that like the games it's based on. Um, I like a lot of the fresh young faces in the cast. Kano, who is a character I barely play as in any of the games, he was the absolute highlight of the movie for me. He was just hilarious and. I don't know, they just gave justice to the most boring character to me. I just like the choreography. I like how they kind of, well, didn't really change too much, but I like how they handled Scorpion and Sub-Zero and how it potentially sets up the character of Bihan. Again, if you play the franchise, you know who I'm talking about. Um, just, I just don't, a, lot of, a lot of it was right, yet, like exactly like you said, Mike, it ended as the film should have then began. It just it felt like Mortal Kombat Zero as opposed to being yeah. a direct adaptation. But still a cool yeah. movie nonetheless. And I'm very much looking yeah. forward to how they handle the rest of the series should they continue. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean the like I said, the excitement for them to actually get to the Mortal Kombat tournament and have these characters mm-hmm. and actors playing with these kind of, you know, action directors and things. Very good, but like I say, really, this could have been flashbacks of backstory in in between an actual tournament movie, which would have been preferable. Yeah, but, this yeah, movie is basically one big giant exposition, but actually interesting <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's not boring, at least. So, yeah. So, my number <laughs> six, um, and again, with apologies to some people who may not think it's very good, my number six is the movie Street Fighter, just because, again, <laughs> I know it's not good, but it's so fun and funny and. Raul Julia is great in it. It's kind of a shame it was his last role, but he's brilliant. He's obviously not taking it seriously, but that just gives you such a good kind of OTT performance, which is perfect for the movie. You know, it's got Ming-Na Wen and Kylie Minogue in it, dressed like Street Fighter characters. It has a a bizarre, a really bizarre explanation for Blanca being a green electric monster, which is just... Again, something that the Asylum would put out probably, but I just love it. I love that it stuck to the games. I love that it ends with the exact victory pose of all the characters from the games. I love the cheesiness. I love Van Damme just doing his Van Damme thing and nothing more. Um, and again, maybe it's just because I saw it when I was young and I was like, oh, I recognize these characters and this storyline and stuff. So, yeah, I kind of like it. It's a guilty pleasure of mine, Street Fighter. That is what I'm giving my five points to. Um some would argue five points too many, maybe, but yeah. So no, if if this was two days ago, I would have been not harsh. I would have been impartial and been like, okay, it's fine, it happens. But as I watched it yesterday, it definitely gets my silver approval. I just thought it was for a franchise again. Like we keep saying, oh, I played a little bit of the games. I had no experience with the games. This franchise, I've had absolutely zero experience with Street Fighter, and again, I just had a blast of it. Hello, George. Hello, we can Where hear you. you. Woo! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was cast off to the death zone. <laughs> you were fighting the death egg. Anyway, um, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. We couldn't hear. 
just DK. That was weird. I was in an alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. So we, since we didn't come to you, then we'll ask you now, since you're here, what was your number six movie for five points? My number six was Prince of Persia. Oh, Prince of Persia. Okay. Yeah. yeah I just, um, so you're in agreement with DK again. You guys are giving each other similar uh, scores for a lot of these. We're two of the same. Variants. No, just because <laughs> yeah. I with the film being, um, you know, that the game were a thing before I watched the film. And um, it, uh, not long after that, what was the game that came out after that? It was like, what was it called? Forgotten Sands or something like that. I don't um, know the games, but yeah. But um, yeah, I liked it. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal, I, you know, I didn't really know a lot of people back then. So I just thought he seems cool. Ben Kingsley was great. Um, oh. Alfred Molina, obviously amazing. And um, it's just, it was something different. It was just a, at the time, like the early, you know, 2010s, it just kind of worked for me. And I just yeah. really enjoyed well, I mean... it. Similar reasons to DK, not terrible, not fantastic, but it's a serviceable action movie. I would have so, loved yeah. to have seen the Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing that they don't, some you know, really bad movies that don't do well do get a sequel, and they often do improve on mm -hmm. it, so it is kind of a shame if you guys say that it would have been good, that it didn't get one, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll just lament that and, and maybe hope for a I reboot that's better okay. instead. I did something right. Okay, yeah, well that's fair enough, if it's sold you on playing the games, definitely, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, like I said, we're going to move on to the number fives now, and I will say, don't shoot the messenger. I have to unfortunately give Theo's number five, even though I vehemently disagree with it. His number five was Five Nights at Freddy's. I've not seen. Oh, wow. I didn't want to see that. Yeah, I've not seen it. I don't know. Do I want I to see it? I will say, if you if you excuse me for this opportunity to vent for the reasons why it's not on my list and why I hated it, it is inexplicable that they once again took a movie, took a, a game that would have made a perfectly fine movie entirely neutered it they took out all of the jump scares there's no horror it's bloodless oh, it's soulless no. it's frequently it's boring <laughs> it's like the uh, there's massive swaths of plot devoted to josh hutchison dreaming about his dead brother and trying to solve his murder and it's just it's oh. interminably dull you barely see the animatronics until the last like half an hour. When you do, there's no real killing or anything. They have a bizarre scene where the animatronics all sit together with the little girl they've made friends with and do that like staring and looking at the stars because we've bonded thing. And it's just like, what? Wow. Who, who thought this was a good idea? And to uh. add insult to injury, the final, the final insult, the, the animatronic that does get the most action and does do the most killing is the bloody cupcake which doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> You've got so much good... And the annoying thing is the Jim Henson creations of the like main animatronics are really good. They're fantastically well done, and they could have been menacing, but like I said, they actually either go around befriending people or don't do much of anything, and they're not remotely scary, and the film is just terrible, in my opinion. Even though, like I said, a lot of the fans are just happy enough to see, ooh, I recognise that thing from the game. Ooh, look, that animatronic moved in a certain way, so... Yay, he has my money, Mr. Bloom. But yeah, not for me, thanks. Uh, and that's my vent well, level. Well, <laughs> well, I think, house, I think, I right? I think yep. you may have sold me. No, <laughs> you may have sold me. <laughs> okay, what was your number five, Phil? Uh, mine was uh, Mortal Kombat 2021. Oh, okay. So that's another lot of points for that. So that's six points, right? Six more. Wow, that's doing well. As long as it ain't Uncharted, then I'm happy. 
<laughs> yeah, so DK, I didn't even know you'd seen this movie. What did you uh, think of it? Why did it uh, make your list? Uh, we were we decided to work through the Mortal Kombat films, and it came immediately after Annihilation, so it, it was banned. <laughs> it got bonus points. It got bonus points. It did. I probably loved it more than I would have had I seen it out of context, but yes. I just thought, apart from killing off Kung Lao, which I just didn't agree with, but... Uh, mm. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It it wasn't what I expected. I had no idea who the main character was. Uh, it was. Yeah, um, what's, it, what the, it was. Isn't it, what's the actor's name again? Dang it! Oh, blanking now. You know the the proper martial artist guy who got the armor or whatever. He, he was the main character. Yeah. I who... <laughs> Lewis Tan. But, that's the actor. there. You go. Is he, is he any in any of the games? Because the last one I played yeah. was three. No, um, Cole, he was just a made-up character for the film. Cole, I can't think of his surname, but Cole. That's cool. I'm just glad to know you. Uh, but you haven't really played any of the recent games you were saying, so you only really know the early Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I only played up until I think number three, and then that that was it. And kind of, I kind of diverted away from beat 'em up games. Okay, so yeah, I tell you. The few games that I still play are beat 'em ups, mainly like Injustice and Mortal Kombat <laughs> or Mortal Kombat yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I love all that. Shout out to Never Realm Studios. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's fair enough. So Mortal Kombat 2021 is doing very well. So we will come to you, George. What's your number five film for six points? Is a uh, probably the best Fast and Furious film when you think about it. Is Need for Speed. Oh, I've heard so many terrible things about that movie, and I love those games. So go ahead, tell me why you gave it to six points. Uh, mainly for Aaron Paul, out of um, <laughs> feeling sorry for him. Um, it, yeah, it's 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 so you know, cut paste generic in terms of. I think is there a Fast and Furious film that come out the same year? It might have been seven. Oh, probably. Right? Um, but yeah, it kind of. I remember the trailer. It kind of didn't really talk about the games it was just like set up like it was a you know let's take on the fast and furious and then it kind of just doesn't just uh, i couldn't even really tell you what happens because there's <laughs> there's just so you know you know like when so much happens but nothing is like really happening when you think about it there's a lot of a lot of lights not a lot of noise yeah but it's, it's yeah. okay i can sit down turn my brain off and enjoy it for you know 130 minutes so it's one of those that i feel like i might and kind of enjoy on some level because i love the games and i almost was convinced to see it when i saw that imogen poots was in it who was in everything around that year the, the like blonde woman that's in that movie and i was like mm, yeah give it a go but like i said the reviews were absolutely like horrible for it so i avoided it but yeah maybe but i'll give like, it a try michael keaton's in it so i think that automatically gives it bonus points if michael right. keaton's in apart from the flash um <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, oh, Alex in it. I forgot. Wow, who's in it? Jesus Christ! See, like I'm just rediscovering it now. This is fantastic. I might watch it again tonight. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> I think it is on Netflix because I'm sure I saw it and added it to my list briefly once. So, it's one yeah. of the ones I wouldn't pay to watch Wait, it. Rand I would. Alex is in it. Dominic yeah. Cooper's in this. Kid Cooney, yeah. Dakota Johnson, Rami Malik. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rami Malik is the one I'm really backed by. I can't see him in this. This is a fantastic cast. No offense, Rami. Sorry, fans. Dakota Johnson. Let's you know. 
Oh, I'm going to have to give that a go now. <laughs> the cast alone's got me fully sort of interested. <laughs> when you review it for the next series of the podcast, Mike, we'll uh, we'll go to town on it for speed. <laughs> <laughs> I do love uh, the old car racing games as well, I have to say. As much as I said, I only play uh, what, beat-em-ups. Car racing games are probably the other thing that I love. Ridge Racer, Need for Speed, Gran Turismo. Love all that. Yeah. So I couldn't put that in. So ah. in, in the honour of Gran Turismo, Need for Speed is here. <laughs> Fair enough. For the DK Connor, any thoughts on Need for Speed, uh, the movie? I've not seen um, it. I think, I, uh, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, I think I've seen it, but I can't remember if I have, which I think <laughs> says a lot. That means you need yeah, to watch it. Fair enough. I definitely no, I do. I do need to watch it again if I have even watched it. But I mean, I couldn't even comment. I think I have, but my gut is also telling me I haven't. So it exists, yeah. but it doesn't. I think mean, I remember Aaron Paul in a car. So I think that happens. But then, to be honest, that could be any episode of Breaking Bad. That could be any episode of Breaking Bad. I don't know. Because I think, like, the trailer come out not long after the release of Fast Six or something like that. Because I think Seven was the next year or some some bollocks. And it was like, the oh, it was everywhere because every film I went to see that year, there was a trailer for Need for Speed, which is why I was like, shall I go see it? But yeah, mm. but Need for Speed was your number five. Connor, what's your number five movie for six points? So we've been giving Need for Speed a lot of praise lately, but I want to give a shout out to the other franchise whilst also giving out another franchise that needs to be made. So I want to say Gran Turismo in place of Need for Speed, but I also want to shout out to Forza Horizon because out of all the franchises, Forza is the one I tend to play, um, it being oh, on Xbox. But Forza Horizon in particular is the sort of subject series that I play. Motorsport is just literally on racing tracks around the country, zoom, 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 boring. I, I like to pick up my racing game and drive around the country and explore the native continents of what Australia. I'm trying to think of the settings of the yeah. games. What Australia... Uh, somewhere in America, I think the first Forza Horizon was in the UK, and then I think the latest one is somewhere else. I can't remember, but um, no, Gran Turismo, Australia, um, somewhere else. Yes, yeah, somewhere <laughs> else. I know it was Australia, yeah, Australia, America, and then Britain. But I think the latest game is somewhere else. I can't think where that other place is. What was your number five? Was that one of those two or uh, no? Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo, the newest movie. Yes. Um, yeah, I liked how it took the. It was. I didn't even realize. Again, I just took it as oh, a video game movie I've not played. But the the fact that it was based on a true story that a player mm. won in real life, and they took the sort of biopic route with a video game movie, I thought was interesting. Um, I again, David Harbour, I thought was great in it. I liked the lead actor who played the driver it was based on. I mean, forgive oh, me, I, yeah. know, I should look up his and, name because yeah, he was good, and I don't remember what his name was. Um, Orlando Bloom, I mean, it was great to see a face from the past, but I think he was probably the most okay out of everyone. But again, David, he Harper, barely had a role. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, he's there. Yeah, he has a career, to be honest. The lead actor's name is Archie Madaque. Apologies if I'm mispronouncing that. He played John yeah, Mardenborough. Yeah. Also, for in Midsummer, was he actually in Midsummer? Harry Astor. <laughs> what the hell? Um, no, I, I liked it. I liked how it was a video game movie. It took on a biopic, and again, based on a real story. I love the the way they filmed the races, the cinematography wise. I like how you saw sort of how his mind worked with how he was in the car and how he deconstructed the car as if he was playing the game, and it all kind of you know sort of glitched around him, and you know the cars disassembled in his mind. Yes. I just I liked the way it was filmed, 
And mm. again, it's a biopic, so that gives it slightly bonus points to me. It, but, was, um, um, it was directed by Neil Blomkamp, by the way, if you didn't know that, which is probably why I think it's so well directed. Yeah, a, a, a director that's been hidden since the days of Chaffee. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. um, and he's been hiding. He's been hiding in his little racing cave all these years to make. Well, I don't know. I, I think the best racing movie I've seen. I mean, not that there's. Yeah. I mean, that should be a separate topic. Well, what is the best racing movie? Um, other than, other than Talladega like, Nights, which I would definitely put as my number one. <laughs> I like Farvis oh, no, Ferrari. I haven't seen. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the only other competition that, that came to mind. Yeah, literally, we haven't even mentioned that. And that even a video game. God damn it! I haven't seen Rush. That might well be a contender. Especially if it's a biopic. Um, you yeah, know, no, those, those anyway. three. Yeah, Ford v Ferrari, right. Russian, Gran Turismo. Right, so you gave that to Gran Turismo. That was your number five. So yes. shall we go to the number fours? Or does anyone have any more thoughts on anything? Or... To the fours. Number four, then, for Theo's list was the first Resident Evil, which we've kind of already talked about. And I give the reasons why I didn't have it on it to differ too much from the game. But DK, you explained your reasons for why it was on your list, albeit a little bit lower. I can't really comment for why these are on Theo's list because he's not here, so I can't see why he had Five Nights at Freddy's at five or Resident Evil at four, but I'm sure if you're a fan, you must appreciate it and you can give your own reasons. So, um, yeah, Connor and George, any last thoughts on Resident Evil, the original movie? Not seen it. Damn it. <laughs> um, I mean, like we discussed earlier, Mike, I don't get the point. I'm a bit of a fan of the earlier games. I love you know, Resident Evil 1, like 2 and 3. I didn't mind 0. I like the whole mansion setting. So the fact that the mansion was, you know, kind of at least the demo setting of the first movie, I thought, fine. But then it's all in a tunnel underground and it's like some secret military base. And then, I, then my interest kind of went away. I don't understand... Yeah why they had to make Alice a separate character or you know why yeah. can they just introduce one of the main characters well, that has the protagonist anyway? We know why um, it's because he needed to put his wife in a lead role somewhere. So you know <laughs> I mean shout out to James Purifoy. I think he's good. I I, I didn't mind him. I like him as an actor anyway. Yeah. I didn't mind him. Um yeah I'm about the director putting Mila Jovovich in everything but yeah anyway <laughs> I mean is his wife is his yeah anyway um I've just realized, by the way, sorry to give you my number six now. Sorry, my number five now, because I completely skipped it. Um, my number five was Mortal Kombat 1995, which, yes, is the highest of all of the three Mortal Kombat films. I love that movie. I think it's it's the director of Resident Evil, conveniently enough, Paul W.S. Anderson. And for me, it's his best movie because it sticks to what the game does and doesn't try to reinvent the wheel. It is the tournament. It has all of the characters in there. They're played fairly well. They've got decent actual martial arts and fights involved in the movie. The special effects are decent because it doesn't try to do anything outlandish, like animalities and rubbish like that. And even like the stop-motion Goro and stuff, I think, holds up pretty well for a 1995 movie. And again, it's a film that I can pretty much chuck on and watch any time and enjoy and kind of appreciate. It's not going to be, you know, like the greatest thing. It's not Enter the Dragon or anything, but I think it's a very well-made movie and I like it. And it is, it is like I said, currently the best Mortal Kombat film. Oh, uh, GK, what is your number four? Right. This got a bit of a slate in, so everybody's probably going to hate me for it, but it won't be me if I didn't put some bullshit in these top ten. So I'm going to go with the ducks with... in the <laughs> No, no, I'm going to go with Super Mario Brothers from this year. Okay, Super Mario Brothers from this year. Um, so you've given that seven points. So what I hated it because I thought it was just generic kids movie crap. But what did you like about well, the it is generic kids movie crap? But that doesn't that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I know you you're big on that whole member berries kind of shit. But yeah. 
it's arguably the one movie on my list that is actually closest to the video game. So you are going to get a lot of references. And, yeah, they're going to jam as much in. There's no need for carts and all that kind of stuff. But That's my, That was my biggest issue. It's like... Not just as it member Barry's thing, but like there's that whole scene where they're like, we have to go on the go karts to get somewhere on the Rainbow Road. Oh no, they're coming after us. Let's just backtrack and go back where we started. Thus rendering that entire scene pointless, except that you had to have the go kart in the film. Yeah, it's but so if, I mean, if you're going to pull pull things like that, you know, none of these films are going to hold up. I don't think plot wise. That's worse. That's way more egregious, I think, than anything like with the. No, I take this over. Like Sonic Two, any day? Uh, <sighs> no, absolutely no, not. Absolutely no. 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 Sonic, Sonic Two, <laughs> to me, that sometimes that that was just an animated movie pretending to be a kind of hybrid. At least with this, no. it's just just an animated movie. I put it on, got a Burger King, got a Coke. Thought it was fun, so I can't ask, ask for more than that, really. Peaches, that peaches, was a film, peaches. wasn't it? Oh, that's no, a freaking song. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? I Don't hate be so that. cynical. Don't be so cynical. Embrace Jack Black. No. <laughs> I'd like Just because you Jack cast Black. Jack Black doesn't mean you have to put an abysmal one-word song in your film. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but he put so much emphasis on it. Oh, I hate it. It's I Jack hate Black. It he was going to sing. Less like, you know, whether you like it or not, he was always going to sing. So I you like it. one song from him. Nah, literally Anya Taylor Joy was the only good thing about that film. <laughs> oh, no. Not yeah. even Charlie Day. Oh, Mike, not even Charlie Day. He was barely in it. They separated him from Luigi and left him captive for like the vast majority of the runtime. To be fair, he was the damsel in distress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. oh, no, I enjoyed it because my son watches it like four times a day. So I've seen a lot of it. Well, your son <laughs> is the target audience, to be fair, because he's like, what, two? <laughs> um, one and a half. Yeah. I would forgive any one and a half year old for loving it because that's who it's set for. Like the people I was in the screening with, a lot of the really young toddler kids were like clapping and cheering every time something appeared that they recognized. And I was like, yeah, this is this is who this film is for. I should not be watching this. It's got nothing for me. But yeah. I'd, I'd like it. Well, fair enough. I shouldn't really criticize. I mean, like what you like. I'm not here to criticize. I'm just giving the reasons why I didn't like it. And I did go and see it at the cinema and thought that was an absolute waste of an hour and a half of my life. What makes us human, Michael? Exactly. Exactly. I don't mean to offend anyone. I mean, if you like it, you well, somebody must because it's it's like the I think currently it's the biggest selling film of the year and doing massive numbers. It's annoying that Chris Pratt makes so much money. Yeah. Well, I'll move on to you, George, to ask what are we up to? Your number four movie, I believe. Number four. um, Might surprise some of you. Um, I really liked Tomb Raider twenty eighteen. I haven't yes. seen it, but I have heard good things, to be fair. Yeah, yes, so. pretty good movie, that. It's, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the reboot of the games is what this is based off of. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so that sort of 2013, so what is it? Tomb Raider, Shadow, Rise, whatever order it is in. Um, the game was yes. just called Tomb Raider, wasn't it? Because they did that kind of reboot with the same title mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So I think it's a, it linked in with that era of the games, like, you know, going back to a younger Lara doing, you know, doing the stuff, but maybe not so subtly because here's the thing that you have the whole, like the hand Solo gun thing in Solo, essentially. Yeah. Here's yeah. this thing that you're going to use all the time. Um, I, 
I just, yeah, I think Alicia Vikander's like, you know, she's not, you know, out of this world, but I think that it would could definitely have used a sequel or two. I think it was it done okay enough as well. A decent cast, like it's I think it's okay. It's it's I think hated on a bit too much. Uh, well, I don't think it's hated on it. I've quite good I've heard good things. Mm. So yeah, sorry, DK, you were saying <laughs> I just said we watched it a few nights ago and I looked it up and apparently they are working on a sequel. So, oh, so whether you, it you have heard they're working on the sequel, so hopefully might be coming. Everything's so just, delayed because of you know, COVID and the actor strike and everything. So, I just find Alicia Vikander very forgettable. I, I like her; I think she's a good actress. But okay, as soon as I stop watching whatever she's in, she's like a she's like one of the silence. I just forget she was there. <laughs> oh damn! Alicia Vikander <laughs> is like the silence from Doctor Who. You immediately <laughs> forget her when you're not watching. Oh. <laughs> No, but I really, I, to sort of slightly back DK's uh, comment, she hasn't been in too much, though, hasn't she? She I was mean, in I know Machina, and she was fantastic in that movie. She was in Jason Bourne. She's like Frame Regiment in Series 3. Like, she, great, you know, but, you know, wrong time. <laughs> she just strikes me as the movie, the cinematic equivalent of Dido. Dido oh, was like there for a bit and then just vanished and nobody went, what happened to Dido? And I think that might be the similar. <laughs> all of this she, Vikander bashing she's a, aside. She's a wife of an assassin, that's all I know. She's Mrs. Fassbender and she, you know, if you piss her off, she, her husband's going to kill you. So, that's all I know. Yeah, they're, they're dating, aren't they? Or, or uh, am I no, they're married now, I think. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think they're married, yeah. yeah. I don't oh, think it's amusing know. that one's Lara Croft and another's Congratulations. out of the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> exactly. Congrats <laughs> to you two. So as I say, we'll move on from all of this bashing of Alicia, who doesn't deserve it, to I think Connor, we're up to your number four, right? Um Wahoo! Yeah, it's Mario. <laughs> I think I'm the one from this year. Let's go back in time. Uh, yeah, no, 1993 is clearly the better movie and definitely more based on the franchise. No. Um, <laughs> of course, it's Beaches, Beaches, Beaches. No, 2023, of course, without a shadow of a doubt. To Mike's dismay, of course. <laughs> this film's now in the lead and I hated it so much. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. My bad. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't get it, but I, I'm in the minority. It was loved and it's made tons of money, so... I mean, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I. Sorry, Mike. I wouldn't say I outright like love it. It's just innocent kids movie. I know I'm definitely not a kid no more. Um, but and Mario, <laughs> I've not got any connections with aside from Mario Galaxy and Mario Kart. And um, but just I'd liked the cast. I liked everyone's performances. I just thought it, it was a bit different to how I thought it was going to go. But again, like Mortal Kombat, I feel like this was Mario Zero, and I feel like. This, it, should they continue with this franchise, I feel like they will then directly base and adapt more games as it will go on. And I would be hoping for a Luigi's Mansion type spin off, even if it was, I don't know. Yes. Oh, I would love that. Definitely <laughs> more of it. Um, but no, I just think it's the first of a very, potentially really good series. And, you know, little kids will adore the shit out of it. So whether we like it or not, there's going to be more of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've made enough money that it's guaranteed to. To be yeah. a couple more at least. I will start with Theo's number three, uh, and he's his number three, which he gives eight points. Is thank you, Theo. Sonic the Hedgehog two. So mm, DK. <laughs> yeah, but it's Theo, so I don't really hold much stock in that. <laughs> you'll yeah. Well, you'll remember that when I get to his number two. But <laughs> anyway, 
Um, um, once again, I've skipped myself, haven't I? So I have to give you my number four first. I'm so sorry, audience. I will you are the podcast Alicia Vikander, Matt. <laughs> You're forgetting yourself. Yes, I'm so forgettable to myself. My number four, and apologies to whoever it was that dissed this, my number four is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I really yes, like this movie. Uh, I have to say, I'm not a massive Pokemon fan. I've played like Pokemon Go in a couple of the games, but I was never that into it. But I kind of like the idea of it and the lore of it. And I just remember, I thought the film did a really good job of adapting things like Mew and Mr. Mime and stuff as part of that overall universe. I thought Ryan Reynolds and Justin Smith were just in, Justice Smith, sorry, were good. Um, the, the woman who was Cassie Lang, she was decent. Catherine something? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, didn't love Bill Nye as the kind of villainous role, but meh, it's a it's a cheesy-ish, you know, movie, so you kind of have to have that in the villain part, but I loved it, and I remember liking, in the cinema, I really loved the moment when they think they're on, like, a mountain, and it rises up, and it's that, like, Pokemon with, like, grass on its back and stuff, and I was like, yay, this is how you adapt Pokemon characters really well, so... Yeah, I just I guess, yeah, because I don't have that attachment to the franchise, it might be why I liked it. But for me, it did just enough to to make you want to be part of that world and and hang out in there. And it was fun. It was funny. The the cast were good, so I liked. It. <clears throat> right. So uh, we're still on the number fours then. So DK, we will come to you. What is mm -hmm. your no? But number threes, I should say. Sorry, DK. What is your number three for eight points? Uh, number three. I'm going to go with Final Fantasy Advent Children. Is that a film? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of it. It's I was a, waiting on you saying the spirits within. <laughs> God's sake, Mike, slap yourself. <laughs> it's the only one I know. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me about uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children then, DK. It's utterly pretty much incomprehensible to anybody that's not played Final Fantasy VII. But well, there you go. I've never played any anybody that. For anybody that has and anybody that loves Final Fantasy VII, it's just like a Christmas present. It's it's beautiful. The, the CGI might have dated slightly, but it's still... I just think it's fantastic. It's like one hour and a half long cutscene just full of cool characters and, you know, other Not characters. You know, that, you know, waifu kind of shit. Yeah, it, it's, I, I like it. Okay. So have uh, George and Connor, have either of you even seen Final Fantasy Advent Children? I'm um, only just playing Final Fantasy Oh. Oh, okay. So you're playing one of the Final Fantasies, Connor, you're saying? Uh, yeah, no, I'm playing the original, like, well, it's on. It's a port on Xbox. So I'm playing, like, the original FF7, and I've got the remake on the PS5 installed for when I eventually do the original game. And then I know Advent Children is... Is it a sequel, Deco? Is it more of a spin-off? Does it follow it's, on it, from... It's definitely sequel. Don't try and watch it until you've finished the game. Oh, well, no, no, if you no. like the game, finish it. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm very much aware of its existence, and I have seen like glimpses of it. And yeah, it is one big CGI cutscene in game. Well, in game, like pre-rendered cutscene, but it does look appealing. But again, I know not to do it after I've done the game that it's based on. And, yeah. And when you and when you bring up Final Fantasy, you can't not bring ff7 up i mean that's the one that made the series that's the one that exactly. made it yeah that's made what got copy. me into it yeah oh, okay oh, well that's why I'm, I'm kind of glad you've said something like that's why we do this to get like new recommendations so along with the the various tekken movies we've learned of we now know that there's a final <laughs> advent children for fans of that particular game series so 
yeah, unexpected uh, things to make people's list, especially as high as number three. I'm, I'm liking it. So, um, George, what is your number three film that you're giving eight points to, please? My number three film is, um, I mean, Connor suggested that it would be my number one, but it's actually uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay. okay. So, you, same uh, same position I had it in, more or less. You're one higher. So, uh, what reasons did you yeah. have for putting it in, in your list? Um, I'm a bit, I was a big Pokemon kid back in the day. Like to see them done right, like you know the way they looked, the world. It was you know I know the overall plot is very Hollywood basic. The Ryan Reynolds reveal only works the first time you watch it, and sort of doesn't really make sense but i think the use of the pokemon and their abilities and the world building it's off of that based off of that ds game as well and so it is you know i've i think yeah have i played it? yeah i think i'm sure i played it and i just really enjoyed sort of you know how they made the pokemon work and look and feel and it was very nice it's a nice film it's not you know i can appreciate it. it's not fantastic but it's a lot of fun for me it was you know a lot of fun i had in the cinema when i watched it uh, connor what about you what is your number three so i think i think i'm gonna i'm gonna be slightly biased i mean it's only because i've watched it over this weekend and mike you know what it is without even saying anymore i'm gonna go with 1994 street fighter and i mean i've got yes. absolutely zero connection or zero prior knowledge before this movie but i just thought i had a batshit crazy time and i just i couldn't help but like jaw drop watch the screen i just even now i couldn't i can't but think about it it exists and it ain't gonna go anytime soon i loved it jesus it propels trains and it <laughs> propels me oh no i mean Raul, Raul, is it Raul julia um julia, he, literally, yeah. he literally reminded me of a mr carey in another franchise that we may or may not like <laughs> that already but um yeah, no, he made the movie, I think, for me. Um, but also, the best as an as a, as a introduction, I mean, this, you know, whether this is a good thing to say or not, it was kind of an introductory movie for Mr. Jean-Claude. I've never seen none of his stuff, but this was, in a way, a good introduction to his stuff. And They're all more or less the same, to be honest. He just He's, he's playing yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's not playing he, Guile. <laughs> yeah, he's himself. Yeah, he plays himself. Yeah, um, I don't ever believe like he's the all-American dude who's not even attempting to hide the accent. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's as good as know, Arnie trying it. <laughs> literally, only because of yes, if this was done maybe a day or two ago, this wouldn't have even been on the list. But I don't know. I just I can't help but unsee it, and it actually makes me really want to play Street Fighter. But it I know does, I'm not it? gonna. I know Ken and Ryu aren't nothing like the movie counterpart, but I just, I don't know. I just, I was speech, I was jaw dropped. I was amazed and I proud of myself. Games as well. <laughs> if you can, if you can find it, they did do an arcade version of the movie. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's brilliant. They, they, they was like Mortal Kombat kind of digitized characters and they digitized them from the movie. So if you can track it down, it was in some arcades. Okay, well, we have to track down Street Fighter, the movie, the game, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> awesome. That's fair enough then. So um, what did I get? I'll, I'll give you my number three this time. I will remember. Uh, potentially controversial. I'm not sure if you would count this, but I'm counting it. My number three movie is from this year. It's Tetris, um, which I, oh. I, I was amazingly... Yeah. It's, it's a documentary about events surrounding the game more than like a... a version of the game because obviously that would be 
pretty dull. Um, but it's so fascinating. It tells a lot of stuff that I didn't know. It goes uh, quite heavily into like the political climate between Russia, the US, and the UK. Uh, you know, touching on the Maxwell family, uh, the inventor of Tetris, the guy who brought it over to to the West and kind of got it packaged with Game Boys and everything. So it's a fantastic historical thing. Taron Edgerton is the, the lead in it, and he's fantastic. Um, it's the first thing I've really seen him properly in as, as like a lead role, because I haven't seen like Rocket Man or Kingsman or any of that rubbish. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, so I was just pleasantly surprised that it was a really fantastic little docu docudrama which fit in tetris into its narrative quite well including occasional scenes of like people seeing the world like tetris blocks and stuff which is also quite fun so yeah i, I do recommend giving it a watch it was an apple tv plus exclusive so it wasn't in cinemas or anything but if you can access it i do recommend giving it a watch it's it's really fascinating and i really enjoyed sitting through it and watching it so yeah um it's one that i'm trying to get around to i definitely it's on my radar for this year like i do need to watch it I like Mr. Right. Edgerton, so anything he's in, I need to give him credit and watch. So I definitely want yeah. to watch it anyway. Cool. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I was, I was, also, I, I just thought it was amazing learning this stuff. Like I had no idea about the inventor of Tetris or how he'd like defected to the West and how, you know, Russia being communist was kind of like, you don't own these things, even though you're the one that created it. And we certainly can't be having you, you know, selling it on to the West and whatever else. So it gets into a lot of that kind of business and the, the fraught situations that the guy who Taron plays got into and stuff. Anyway, enough about Tetris. So uh, we're on the number twos then. So uh, as I was hinting at earlier, Theo's number two, unfortunately one place above he placed Sonic 2, is Super Mario Brothers from this year. So yeah, as you said, DK, it's Theo. We can't put too much uh, stock into that. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's got good, a Anakin, Good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was Theo's number two, and we've kind of explained between all of us the reasons why it might have made his list. I think I'm the only one that didn't have it on uh, my list, so that's fair enough for that. So, DK, what is your number two for nine points, just missing out on the top? My number two, and it was completely unexpected uh, until I watched it, and then it went straight to the... It was almost going to be number one, but I think it would be kind of a cheat if I put it up there. It's Gran Turismo. This is number two. Wow. Ah. So nine points for Gran Turismo. And uh, yeah, what reasoning do you have for having it at your number two? It, I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. It just blew me away. Not only is it a great game movie, not only is it a great sports movie, a great biopic, it's just generally a feel-good movie. And I, I don't think there's a there's not one you know, bad link in that uh, in that chain as far as this film's concerned. I think the direction's fantastic. The acting's great. I just, you know, I mean, if you watch a film with Jerry Halliwell and... <laughs> that was the biggest make, WTF moment. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't put you off the movie, then it's got to be a good movie, frankly. I remember when I saw the movie, I texted you my opinion and then just said, but the weirdest thing is, the worst part of the movie is Jerry Halliwell, who inexplicably turns up in a serious acting role in this it's film. Weird. It's like... What? I watched it. I watched it last night with the family, and as soon as they saw Jerry Halliwell, my parents were like, "Her husband's got to be producing this. That's the only <laughs> possible reason that she's in this." But it wasn't, and I'll I'll be completely honest. The entire family, by the end, they all loved it. I, I'm, wow. you know, it's a rare I, film that gets the entire family on board. Of definitely, definitely. Cool. 
Um, um, yeah, fair enough. I'd uh, like to hear that. And as you say, I think a lot of people might not have watched it, so it's hopefully going to be uh, putting some people to mind to give it a go. So we'll see. Um, so, yeah, number two, George, from your list, please. My number two is my picture. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, the first animated movie, okay. First and movie, yeah, because I've, I've not seen the second one because oh, I just don't have free time. It's really bad. When I, well, you, you know, have got about... a child, in fairness. We, we can't really blame you. <laughs> um, and I was. it's mainly out of, like I said earlier, the surprise that it should have been really bad, but I'd had a lot of fun with it. It's, you know, it is, you know, like a lot of the films that I've said, it's not a complicated plot. I think Jim Carrey is, you know, excellent in it and so good that he come back for the sequel which he never does so mm. i'm still interested to see how the second one goes um i just i just can sort of sit down and watch it at any time like i think it was literally on channel four earlier and it was like yeah sit down and watch it again yeah why not i'm watching this movie that really should have been bad and had an ugly sonic like you said got a shout out on rescue rangers so uh <laughs> my goodness yeah i was pleasantly surprised with okay. this one Cool. Well, that's nine points, just missing out on your top spot, as I say, so very good. I look and forward what, to the uh, second and third. Oh, yeah, the third one's coming out next year, supposedly. It's definitely a third. Yeah, it's definitely a third. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely happening. So anyway, And the um, Knuckles Paramount Plus series. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah, that I'm a bit more surprised by, but, you know, I'm glad for more Sonic. I didn't think I'd say that, but... Yeah, Idris Elba was good, but anyway. Um, so, Connor, yeah, what just missed out on your top spot coming in at number two for nine points? I'm going to take all of George's words and formula and I'm going to apply that to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as number two. Oh, okay. Wow. Thank you, first yeah. of all. Um, and yeah, so why did you uh, why do you give those points to Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Again, if, if, if I had another spot, I would have put Sonic the Hedgehog, like the first one on this top 10 anyway. But for me, the second film was everything the first film did, but better. I don't have a big connection to the game, like the Sonic franchise as a whole. I mean, I feel like we've been saying that all video, like, I know this game. I don't really know this game. But Sonic, yeah. for me, isn't particularly nostalgic. I grew up playing Shadow the Hedgehog, so that's how much of a Sonic fan I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> you would have loved the post-credit scene, then. <laughs> I, yeah, that, was the, that was the best thing of the movie. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It Jim Carrey, again, absolutely made the second movie. Um I the only thing I if I was to just critique the first movie the only thing I didn't like about it it was more like discussed earlier it was like an 80s family like road trip movie and as far as I'm aware that isn't Sonic at all like I was expecting more linear levels and rings and chaos emeralds and whilst all those elements aren't in the sequel the fact that it goes a bit closer to home a bit more familiar familiar to ground I just I preferred it and it all just kind of clicked and the fact that Knuckles was in this movie felt very Sonic Heroesy, and that was never wow. going to be a bad thing in my book. So yeah. it's literally Sonic 2. It's literally Sonic from the PS2 in a movie as close as it can be. But then hopefully as the franchise and series goes on, you know, our favorite boy Shadow is going to turn up and it'll even be well, a better movie than Sonic <laughs> ever will be. So yeah. No, Sonic 2 amazed me, quite frankly. So yeah, okay. it was it was fun. That's great to hear. Um, yeah, my number two film, uh, for basically all the reasons that we've already touched on, like DK, was also Gran Turismo, <laughs> because I also went to see it at the cinema. I was also very pleasantly surprised at how good it was. I think the car racing scenes, particularly watching them on the big screen, were fantastic. The best directed 
version of that that we've had where you really felt the speed and the energy and felt like at times you were in the car and stuff. Again, I wasn't expecting it to be a biopic based on actual events. And when I looked it up afterwards, was so confused and sort of thrown by the fact that, yes, everything in this movie actually happened. The rags to riches part of it is absolutely true. The tournament part is true. There was an actual person that the David Harbour character and the Orlando Bloom character is based on. I also thought it was David Harbour's best performance. I thought he was the best thing in the movie, even better than the lead, Archie, who was fantastic. But for me, David Harbour just stole the show. Um, as you say, Bloom was fine, but he barely appeared. So, you know, he did what he had to. Uh, the only thing I was iffy about, like I mentioned, was Jerry Halliwell, which was just threw me out of the film because I was like, is that? It is. <laughs> just during watching. But yeah, again, the direction's fantastic. The actual story is beyond captivating and really interesting to learn, especially once you know there's no creative license. It It is all true. And then, like I said, at the very least, you can enjoy watching the cars go vroom vroom and enjoy it. So, <laughs> yeah, now I will give a drum roll. And we're up to everyone's number one uh, for 10 final points, personal number ones. So I'll start with Theo's. Theo's number one is Mortal Kombat 2021, which he clearly loved. So, we, I mean, we all liked it, but he loved it more than any of us to give it his uh, full score. So, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Mortal Kombat 2021, for getting Theo's full point. So, DK, this is the moment of truth. What is your number one, your best video game movie of all time? Well, we've had plenty of discussions on this, Mike. Uh, off, no. off mic. <laughs> uh, yeah. When it comes to gaming, with uh, the exception of Final Fantasy, I'm almost exclusively a survival horror person. And this one just beats them all for me. And as a result, I love this movie. Not only is it my favourite video game movie, it's one of my favourite horror movies, Silent Hill. I should have already just put the 10 points down, really. But yeah, you should have. You could have, not, you could have done that before the show. Yep. <laughs> As I say, I knew it was coming on your list, and I should have realised when I hadn't heard it yet that it was going to be your number one. So, yeah, just a little, a little bit. Then, what, what do you love about um, Silent Hill? Giving it your four points. I just, I love the fact that, to me, it 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 differs a little. Uh, I'm not sure if it was George or Connor that had it on their list earlier. Uh, it differs slightly from the very first game. It it kind of veers off towards the end, but until that mm. point, I think. Unlike the majority of other video mm -hmm. game movies, it completely, completely nails the atmosphere of the game that it's based on, right down to reusing the uh, Akira Yamayoki soundtrack from the game. And I just, it even has certain shots that are directly lifted from the game itself. And I just, I just absolutely adore it. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I haven't really played that much of the game, but even I recognised a lot of the shots and the kind of the transitioning between dimensions and stuff was, for me, it seemed like it was straight out of the game um, and was one mm. of the cooler aspects. But like I said, I think, as you kind of alluded to, one of the reasons it wasn't higher on my list was also that the, the end for me just got really crazy and batshit and just too much, like, there's there's too much going on and it's weird. <laughs> so I wasn't in, in, the game. in fairness, you couldn't really translate what happens in the game to the screen no. without really offending half of the audience. Yeah, so, well, <laughs> that too, well, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they just did a bang up job. Just avoid the sequel like the plague. 
Yeah, the sequel <laughs> movie's not great, supposedly. As I said, one of the but worst reviews. It's got, got Kit in it. It's got to be a review on our channel, George, at some point. It's got our local Kit Harrington. It has to be done. <laughs> Lower your expectations considerably before you <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> Kit Harrington's been in some rubbish. He was in that terrible Pompeii film and everything, wasn't he? So, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, George, we're on to you then. The moment of truth for you. What's your number one greatest video game movie of all time? Well, I believe, like all good art, it should rhyme. There should be bookends. <laughs> if you look at the bottom of my list. It's Mario 1993. <laughs> 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 so, the bottom it's of your the, list was the Super Mario was inexplicably but... Mario ninety three. So yes, yeah, Sonic, uh, sorry, Super Mario Brothers twenty twenty three, <laughs> which is almost certainly going to top everyone's list, um, much to my chagrin. <laughs> but, yeah. So you give it your full ten points, yeah? I I did mainly because look, I've seen it a lot. I yeah, not, I, not by it, choice, not by choice, not, not by choice. Yeah, but I'm, when I first actually you know bothered to go to the cinema and see it i wasn't expecting much because we know how these things normally go especially when it's illumination as well you know all they focused on is minions for the last like 10 years mm. uh, but i think with what um everyone else has said so far the fact that you know it's yeah it is a bit basic but it sort of is a good stepping stone for it could go off into anything and it's you know it's very franchisable because there's games in there that it could straight up adapt. I know like the cart stuff and all the inclusion of a lot of things is just a thing of, oh, look, the Mario Kart on the Rainbow Road, like we did in the video games. But like there's there's more that can be done. Like I would love, all jokes aside, I would love a Luigi's Mansion game with Charlie Day. Like, right. I mean, um, film, sorry, adaption of that. Yeah. Like even you could do like a Toad Treasure Tracker with Keegan Michael Key. There's so much you could do. Um, Super Mario Galaxy is like one of my favorite games, so that could you know go off and do, maybe we you know don't you know have to focus entirely on Chris Pratt. We can have some more characters in there, but um, and I think Jack Black's just a great sort of he's almost pantomime. He's very he's like the American Matt Berry in a lot of ways. <laughs> like he's he's very sort of he knows what he's in. He gives a hundred and ten percent, and. Like the first on first viewing, it like it just all clicks together and gels. And obviously, the more you watch it, the more it, it starts to fall apart in your own brain. But I, I just you know, I can sit down and watch that film beginning to end sometimes four times a day, not by choice. But you know, it's <laughs> me out of everything I've seen, it's I've had the best time with it, so it gets all 10 points from me. Well, I have to say, I would much prefer Matt Berry's version of Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> This page at the end of the line. <laughs> exactly, but no, I can. I mean, I can. I appreciate that. Fair enough. And like I said, you're watching it with your little uh, son, who is clearly the target audience and uh, clearly loves it. So I can't really criticize. And uh, yeah, flashy colors and things. Flashy all colors. fun. And as you said, it can it can go other places. And there's always potential to recast Mario because mm. I still think that was pretty weird. And I don't get why they didn't yeah. just use Charles Martinet or whatever he's called as well. So. Yeah, no. he's Especially if he's in the movie, anyway. now, isn't he? With the with the new game, I think is the first one without yeah, him. So he's retired. I think maybe it was a, retired. It was the, their thing of look, other people can voice Mario, and because we, mm. you know, not hiring him for the next game or something. But yeah, it is. I see. 
so generic and I'd like to see it go off and do other more specific things and sort of maybe shake it up a bit in terms of yeah you know, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to get too angry and offended if it's giving a lot of people especially younger people that much joy so um, yeah okay that got your 10 points that's that's uh I can't argue so Connor what is your greatest video game movie of all time so I could go many, many routes with this. I could say some comedic suggestions and really shock the viewers and the audience. But really, I didn't quite bookend the list as neatly as George did, um, only because I, I'm a bit too much of a fan of this particular franchise. And I mean, you know, it says it all in my picture. But I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat 1995. It, it is just a, a thing of its time for sure. And I don't, and I don't want to say it's a classic because it ain't true cinema, but it's, it's just... But for me, my comfort video game movie, like I was even watching it again today, earlier today, just because I needed to go back and I'm playing a lot of Mortal Kombat as of late because of the recent Mortal Kombat 1. Um, I consist, I still play MK11 because I miss some of the, the never ending rotating towers of time unlockables. I mean, everything's on such a time basis. Mm. I mean, in modern gaming, there's loads of, oh, you've got to get on the game between this and this period. Otherwise, you won't get these like skins and cosmetics forever. But so I'm constantly, consistently playing Mortal Kombat as of late. Um, but for me, it's just a, well, I say a relatively timeless comfort film that I can put on, even if it's only for five minutes, a couple of scenes that stick out and it will just make me feel better as a person because it exists. Yeah. I will say it's definitely got the best theme song out of any of these movies. Which I mean, just... that song is never not on my mind. That song is always playing somewhere in the yep. corners of my mind. The master and his drum beat, like the drum beat that, <laughs> it's that Mortal Kombat. But yeah, it, it, I mean, it wasn't really any questions for me. It was just 95 Mortal Kombat. It's just easy comfort movie. I love Carrie. I mean, I'm going to butcher his name, but Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, like Shang Tsung in the movie. I mean, I'm glad he came back to Mortal Kombat 11 in the game. I just, mm. Mortal Kombat's not on my mind at the minute. So <laughs> it was easy. That's great. Well, you know, I like the franchise and I'm fond of that movie. I gave it my uh, number five spot. So, yeah, can't disagree with you there. Uh, right. Just to finish us off, then, my number one movie, with apologies to DK, is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That's what I gave my 10 points to. Um, again, I was pleasantly surprised as somebody who, as I said, didn't like the first Sonic movie because it felt generic. Kids film could have been any, you know, talking cartoon in the real world. Sonic 2, for me, corrected everything that that first one did wrong. It got all of the Sonic lore involved. I loved seeing, you know, the giant Robotnik thing, the Chaos Emeralds, Knuckles, having Colleen O'Shaughnessy back as Tails was a genius move rather than trying to cast somebody else, even though you have obviously got um, Ben Schwartz as Sonic and Idris Elba doing a surprisingly good job as Knuckles. As you said, Jim Carrey is just next level. He's, he's even better than the first performance, just going totally off the rails. And any film that manages to work in a comedic Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine reference is okay with me. <laughs> so, yeah, if you didn't spot it, it was the name of the coffee place, which I just love. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just liked it. I had such fun and I loved it. As a huge fan of the lore and the games, which I know might sound silly, but, you know, anything's got its own lore. I thought it did a very good job and I was I was pleasantly surprised with it, so... Yeah, again, sorry, DK. That's <laughs> no, all right. So, I, can, I can watch them. I can watch. I mean, they, they do have TK Sumter in them, so I, I can happily sit and watch them. So. 
Yeah, that was the weird part. I was I was kind of in two minds about that kind of subplot about the wedding in Sonic 2. And then I was like, you know what? It's just so bizarre and weird and out of place that I kind of love it for that reason. Because <laughs> it's just, yeah, this just in the middle of nowhere, this weird action comedy movie just got nothing to do with the main plot. Anyway, so um, if you are unfamiliar, then what we're going to do now, uh, I'm going to run off and try and collate all of these into a final top 10 list. I'm going to hand you uh, over to the capable hands of my co-host, DK, uh, with our audience interaction section and maybe a little bit of vamping because we don't have much audience response. So DK, over to you while I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, very little feedback on this one. Uh Staff with Rick, Rick Cowling from Facebook. He says, uh, the Tomb Raider movies are okay. Street Fighter is abysmal. The greatest shame with that film is that it was Raul Julia's last film. Some of the fight choreography is okay, but that's because Benny Urquidez, forgive me if I mispronounced that, did a lot of it. He made Kylie Minogue look like she could do a roundhouse kick and also made John Cusack look good in Gross Point Blank. I watched the first Resident Evil film and thought it was boring. I didn't bother with the rest. I think Tetris is supposed to be okay, but I haven't watched that yet. So, cheers for that, Rick. Uh, Ray Kelly says, Five Nights at Freddy's was enjoyable. Don't know much about the games or lore, so I'm not sure how much they changed. The Sonic movies are more fun than they have any right to be. The Resident Evil movies didn't follow the games, but I like them anyway. Switch your brain off and enjoy kind of films. Street Fighter is cack. But if you haven't seen Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, you're missing a treat. Carl uh, Taylor says, It was destroyed by the critics back in the day, but I loved the original Super Mario movie. Uh, Ray Kelly replies to that, I love it. It's a wonderful cheese fest. Uh, Ross Manning says, Here's my hot take. Video game movies don't really work unless it's a very basic video game, such as Sonic or Mario. If it's a law-heavy, character-driven piece, then the long-format TV show is the way it needs to be done. And uh, Michael Henderson says the original Mortal Kombat movie was probably the best of its time. So, yeah, we've got some agreements on that. And that's pretty much it for the feedback on this one. So how are you going with the tally, Mike? I'm, I'm there. I have this list, and it has worked out, thankfully. <laughs> we do Go have on. a top ten. There are two um, ties. But they're not in top place or anything, so that's fine. I can go through can that. Can we like rock um, paper scissors for which one finishes above what? I mean, you can if you want, but it won't be official. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, in reverse order, then, if everybody's ready, drum roll, everyone. Ooh, this is oh. exciting. Um, oh, oh, oh. At, at number ten in our list with thirteen points is Street Fighter. Ah, <laughs> oh. nice. Oh. Oh. At joint number eight, both with 14 points, are Sonic the Hedgehog and Silent Hill. So, congrats okay, to you, made the list. That's a weird double bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't watch those together as a double bill. Very odd. At number seven with 15 points is Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, well, it made the list at seven anyway. So, at number six with 16 points, is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Ah, well. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, at number five with 20 points is Mortal Kombat 1995. And oh, in, <laughs> in joint number three with 24 points are Mortal Kombat 2021 and Gran Turismo. 
So yeah. Again, another the, good double. <laughs> and then weirdly, uh, this argument will go on forever because at number two with twenty-seven points is Sonic the Hedgehog two, and so as you can probably guess, the number one with thirty-three points is this year's Super Mario Brothers. Officially, the greatest video game movie of all time, according to our panel of experts. So, yeah, congratulations to Super Mario Brothers from this year, which ends 2023 with yet another accolade on top of being probably the highest earner of the year and uh, fairly well-reviewed and increasingly popular. So, yeah, Mama well done again. <laughs> no, I, I so, actually agree with this. I agree with the, like, the top three slash top four movies on that list, so I'm, I'm quite happy with the end result, the outcome. I don't think it's, it's a bad list like, looking through it, to be honest. I mean... No, no. To, There's uh, things the that I wish had made like, it on from my list, like Tetris. I think would have made it on if more people had seen it. Um, but other than yeah, that, I can't yeah. really argue. That's uh, justice for a lot. Justice for Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, the the final word on video games. Then uh, video game movies. Then I should say, DK gets the win. Super Mario Brothers is better than Sonic Two, but we at least have that in second place. So, yeah, thank you for listening. If you've made it all the way through this, uh, it just well remains done. for me to thank DK for joining me once again as co-host. Always a pleasure. Thank you, DK, for the very appropriate Donkey Kong that you've had with you all uh, all this video as well. And uh, thank you to uh, George uh, with the officially changed avatar now of Santa Claus because at time of recording, we've just finished November the 5th, Bonfire Night. So in the UK, it's time for Christmas because we don't do Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> so George, thanks again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have anywhere you want to shout out, George, where people can find you? Um, probably just the podcast that me and my esteemed co-host do. Michael occasionally guests when uh, we can get him to talk about lazy vampire films, which we should probably fix at some or point. Or Power Rangers. Or Power Rangers, yeah. We only we only do the two <laughs> genres, Mike. Everything else. Uh, Pastership <laughs> at, at, at Pastership on Facebook, X, TikTok, whatever we can be bothered to reply to you on or not reply to you on most of the time. And uh, email in and listen to No Bubble Podcast do that yeah i'll put all the links in the description i always do when you guys are on because i've got your email and uh, obviously links to the youtube and uh, various socials so that's great and, and, uh, thanks connor as well oh no problem you're very welcome thanks for coming and uh, sitting through all the tech difficulties and stuff as usual <laughs> but uh, yeah and connor again thanks for coming on uh, the, the more regular of the two pasty sheeps for now <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I say I've got no particular mentions or shout outs apart from the podcast, as always. Like, insert George's words and copy here, but yeah, find us on Pacey Sheep and contact at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, you know, just we can hang on the podcast if you like. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll be on your podcast and you can be back on uh, on ours uh, at some point within at least the next year as we are approaching the end of this year. And uh, I'll be in touch yes, about maybe being do. on the you know the, the review of the year special coming up that I'm planning. Um, but other than that, yeah, hopefully, uh, you will keep with us, audience, as we race towards the end of 2023. TK, I'm assuming that you are, as usual, just gonna say the same as me. We have all of our links in the description if you can find us on social media and the like. Yeah, good luck finding me. <laughs> yeah, Dick is not super active, but you can always find our links to our letterbox, to the social medias that we are on. I'm quite active on there, and I have the ones that I'm running for the various podcasts and things, always in the description. Uh, feel free to tip us with uh, using Buy Me A Coffee. The link is also below. Uh, we are, you know, trying to keep things running, and it's not 
free <laughs> running the podcast. So any help is much appreciated, especially as we come into our third or fourth year, I believe, next year, of trying to run this and keep things going and hopefully expand a little bit. So that would be nice. Uh, join us next week for our next episode, uh, which to celebrate the 60th anniversary of arguably the world's greatest sci-fi franchise, we are going to be reviewing the movie Doctor Who and the Daleks. So join me, DK, and at least a special guest or two for that one next week. And uh, yeah, any last William words, Hart. DK, about this? <laughs> Keep playing video games, kids. Yeah. Kids. Stay in school, but also play video games. <laughs> Stay tuned to us on the Silver Screen Podcast here. And do remember, in the epic words of Arnie, we'll be back. I'll be back. Put that cookie down. (laughs) You have been listening to the Silver Screen Podcast, hosted by Michael Wilson and DK. Created, produced, and edited by Michael Wilson. Behind-the-scenes sections and additional material produced by DK. Music by Timeless Journey. More information can be found at soundcloud.com forward slash timeless journey. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Silver Screen Podcast or look for the Silver Screen Podcast under Facebook groups. Links to all our social media accounts and more are in this episode's description. This podcast is available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Just look for Silver Screen, Hit or Miss Star Trek. This has been a Mike's Podcast Production, copyright 2022. Thank you for listening.